Join our weekly podcast to hear fascinating truths from across the globe, going beyond points of view and opinion. This is The Truth According to Fact. Revealing the truth through facts. I'd like to welcome our special guest today who's come to talk to us about faith healing. Welcome, Gerald. Oh, thank you, Pete. Looking forward to it. So, in your opinion, what is faith healing? Faith healing, I would say that if you if you come in at the like um in a physical way yeah mm-hmm. it's something that people think that they po- they can use positiveness right like positive energy you mean. positive energy and like like a guy i met in um when i was on holiday mm-hmm. in in portugal he was a, a reiki master right so that's kind of like the same thing as faith feeling sure i've heard of that but the thing is though it's like people, you know, they they can they use these powers and people do get healed. Mm. You know, like this guy I met in holidays, he said he's healed people. Right. But the thing is, where is our source coming from? Well, it's an interesting question. Where is it coming from, do you think? Well, the thing is, we're not born with that kind of power. No. You know? Now, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian. Okay. Okay? So, I wouldn't call it faith healing... Mm-hmm. I would call it divine healing. Divine, okay. See, now the guy I met on holiday, mm-hmm. um, he turned around. Well, what happened? We were online. We were in line and we were waiting for our food. Right. You know, and his wife came along, lover, and she was in pain. She was like, like hobbling. Okay. You know. Right. So afterwards, I saw. I I said to him, I said, "Oh, is that your wife?" He said, "Yeah." He said. I said, she's in, looks like she's in really, really, you know, much pain like me. Mm. He said, oh, yeah, she is. What's happened? She's got to have a hip operation. All right. But also one of her leg has like gone shorter than the other. Okay. And that's why she was kind of like, right. You know, the way she was walking, you Mm -hmm. know, was kind of like um, hobbling. Yeah. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, oh, I heal people. Mm hmm. Oh, I do as well, he said. Oh, right. He said, I'm a master Reiki. He said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on one of the tops and I. Right. I said, well, have you prayed for your wife? He said, yes, I have. He said, but. She's not healed. She's not healed. Mm. And I said, well, you know, I heal people. I said, but the thing is, it's not like faith healing. Yeah. It's divine healing. He said, well, what's that then? I said, well, I'm a born again Christian. Right. I said, and. How, uh, how did he react when he said, when he said that to him? Well, he asked me, will you pray for my wife then? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it was positive. Like, good, you know. good re- all right. Good reaction. So he said, oh, will you pray for my wife? I said, yeah, no problem. So I finished my food and as I was on my way out, my family, you know, were ready, were waiting for me, like, you know, and when I was on my way out and he called me over. Right. So I went over to him and I said, oh, would you like me to pray for you, my love? And she said, yes. So as I pray, I come, well, I laid my hand on, on, well, I asked her to lay her hand on her hip. Right. And I put my hand on her hand. Right. And I commanded the pain to go in the name of Jesus. Okay. And I said, stand up. And as she stood up, her face just went in awe. Really? Yeah. And then she started walking. Her leg had turned inwards. She was walking straight. Her her leg must have, um, you know, grown out as well. because she. And she even said to her husband, she said, I feel no pain. Wow. Only a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I said, oh, I said, okay. I said, that little bit of pain, now you go in Jesus' name. Right. And it completely went. Her husband started crying. No way. 
And she, oh, I'm, and this is the greatest healing of all, the greatest miracle. She invited the Lord Jesus Christ into her life. Okay. So she then became a Christian. Yes. What about the guy? Well, I asked him, well, the words he said was this, right? He said, do you know what? He said, there was, n- he said, I, I, I just can't believe that. He said, right. You just laid hands on her. You said a few words and now she's healed. He said, that doesn't happen. He said, that, that's just blown my mind. He said, we take time doing this yeah, in yeah. faith healing. Yeah, sure. And I said to him, I said, well, would you like to invite Jesus into your life? And he said, yes, I would. Wow. But I said to him, to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, then you got to let go of this Rike. Because he, he thought his, his source, his power, was coming from the the stars. Right. Got you. You know, from the universe. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you've got to let go of that because Jesus Christ can't be Lord of your life with seven gals be Lord. Right. Mm. So we had a little struggle with that one. You did? Okay. So who who is it that does the healing then? So we've established that you you performed this miracle on, on these people. Yeah. Is that you? It's the power of God in me. Okay. Because what happens when you invite Jesus Christ as Lord of your life? See, the Bible says that we were born into the nature of sin. But when we become born again, we come out of darkness and into light, where we receive then the life and nature of God imparted into our spirit. So then we have the nature of God mm-hmm. and the life of God and the character of God right. is love. Okay. And it's also healing. Mm-hmm. It's miracles. You know, it's, there's so much in, in with the nature of God. So I say that in Mark 16, verse 17, it says, These signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will heal the sick. They will raise the dead. You know, it says they will drink deadly poison. It not hurt them. They lay hands, on, and lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. So did you then, when when you were dealing with this this lady, did you pray to God? For a healing for this, did you pray, God, please heal this lady? No, mm-hmm. because because the, the thing is, I never used faith. I used authority. Okay, and the authority is in the name of Jesus. See in Matthew twenty in Matthew twenty eight mm-hmm. verse nineteen, Jesus said, um, "All hail, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Therefore, go." So we go with that authority. We go with the name of Jesus. And Colossians 3.17 says, In all that we do in word and in deed, we do all in the name of Jesus. So so we live in that name. As Christians, I'm talking about now. Mm. Okay. So, this um, this incident which happened when you're on holiday with your family, is that the biggest, uh, biggest miracle, biggest healing you've seen? No. Would you like to tell me about the biggest... Healing or the biggest miracle that you've you've been witness to? Poof. <laughs> I've seen deaf ears opened up. I've seen limbs grow in. I've seen um, limbs which have been like um, disjointed. Yeah, being made straightened. Right. Like this lady, she had her fingers all crippled. They were like all, you know, maybe arthritis or something. Wasn't it? it was arthritis, arthritis right. but they were all crippled. Okay, and we commanded them commanded the arthritis to leave in Jesus' name mm-hmm. and, the, and the fingers to be straightened out. 
couple of days after, her hands were completely straightened. Wow. Another woman as well, she had a, a knee. She had, she had, matter of fact, she had a special shoe. Right. And then afterwards, then she didn't need that special shoe. Because special God's, shoe made it, made it higher, was it? Yes. Right. Yeah. And also, it was also uh, her knee as well was twisted. Right. And a guy in work as well. Same thing with him as well. He had an accident. His leg was twisted and mm-hmm. all that. His knee was twisted. Right. And his, so his foot was, when he walked, was going inwards. Oh, right. And the Lord healed him as well. Bang, his, le- his leg straightened out. Mm. I've seen lumps disappear, cancer mm-hmm. healed. It's, yeah, it's all in the name of Jesus. Wow. So what, what is it that this can do that doctors and medicine can't? Doctors and nurses, they do a fantastic job. Medication that they give people, you know, is a way. But Jesus said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no other way to the Father except through me. So Jesus is the way. Mm-hmm. Medication is a way. Oh, right. Okay. Hey, I've got a question for you. Here's an interesting one. Can someone heal themselves? Yes. If they, if they, well, like I said, you know, Christians, are, see, no way in the Bible does Jesus say to the Christians, to go and pray for the sick. He says, heal the sick. So we have, we live in divine health. We give healing. Now, if people who haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of their lives and they are healing people, then they need to ask a question, where is that source coming from? Where is that power coming from? Because we're not born with that kind of power. Maybe it's just the power of positive thought. What do you think about that? Can that fix somebody? I don't think so. But then again, you got this tablet, haven't you? I don't know. It's a tablet that people give people, and they they like to give them false hope. Placebo. Ah. Placebo. Placebo is very positive. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah, has 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 been through many clinical experiments and and mm. been quite positive. So maybe the positive thought thing can 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 influence. Somebody's body, maybe? If they believe it. So, what would you say to a Christian who is sick? Oh, I've been sick myself. Okay. You know, um, the Bible talks about in um, Hosea 4, verse 6, mm-hmm. my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Okay. Um, see, in the in the kingdom, when Jesus alone said, "It's my Father's will to give you the keys of the kingdom." You know, so those keys are principles, and sometimes we don't know the principles how to release the divine life that we have inside us. Now I'm talking to Christians now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we haven't got the principles or the knowledge which the Bible talks about in Revelation, Revelation knowledge, how to release those principles which are keys in the kingdom to unlock the treasure that's within us. So the Christian is sick because they don't know enough? I would say that. Our identity. If you don't know your identity, how can you release your inheritance? It's mm, a good point. Can you tell me, in your opinion... Why are there sick people 
in the world? Why are, why are there sick children in the world? You can go to any town, any city and go to the, the, the general hospital and find children's wards full of sick children. Why is that? Why, why would God allow that? Well, I'd go right back to the book Genesis. Okay. Because when God created man, now man is not male or female. Mm-hmm. Man's a spirit being. Okay. And then it says in Genesis 2 verse 7 that God formed man mm-hmm. from the dust of the ground. Right, yes. And then he breathed breath, which is spirit, mm-hmm. into the body. Now Genesis 2 verse 7 is talking about that he formed, so he took existing material. Yeah. Yeah, which was then was water and mud. Okay. So he made the body. Right. In Genesis 1 verse 26, he said, let us create. Mm-hmm. That word create in Hebrew is bara, which means he spoke it. He spoke. He never used any existing material. So mm-hmm. he spoke man, which is spirit, out of himself. Mm-hmm. That was formed in his likeness and in his image. And then he put the man, when he breathed breath, which is spirit, mm-hmm. the spirit of man that came out of him into the body. Okay. And that's then when his name became Adam. All right. So then when he created Adam, he created him in the image and likeness of God. Mm-hmm. And God's character and his nature is not evil. Mm-hmm. It's not sickness. It's not suffering. It's not agony. It's not pain. Mm-hmm. And it's not poverty. Mm-hmm. You know? But God then said to Adam... In Genesis 2.16, he said, Eat of this fruit and you will surely die. Now death is not, well, it says then that Eve was um, Eve was deceived, but mm. Adam was right by her side. Yeah. Okay. He went with it. He went with it. And then that's when sin came into the world. Now sin, don't forget, is a nature. Mm. And it says that the, both eyes were opened and they saw that they were naked and they tried to sort that situation up themselves by getting fig leaves. Mm-hmm. And then they heard the presence of God coming in the garden mm-hmm. and they hid. So fear came. Yeah. And then shame came. Mm-hmm. That wasn't there before. So then when they had the nature of the devil, mm-hmm. then because what happened, the glory of God departed. So the nature, so that then they become then sons and daughters really of the devil. But they didn't die. They didn't die because God was speaking to them. So what is death? Death is spiritual and a separation from God. But Adam, when he saw that he was naked and sh- and he felt shame, and they hid from God. So that why are there sick children in the world? It came from the fall. Okay. See, because what happened then? Say, um, Adam became the he received then the nature of the devil. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't only, see that that's what the Bible says. See, when you invite Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, when you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, mm-hmm. and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you literally come out of darkness and into light. Mm-hmm. Adam first was light. Yeah. But when he took of that fruit, when he disobeyed God, not only did he, not only he became darkness. Right. So he received the nature of the devil. Mm. Okay, and this has just been passed on, and that's been passed on, and fr- and from that fall, that's been sickness and disease and poverty. So it sounds like a curse. Yes, 
So how do you break that curse? It's by making Jesus Christ the Lord of their lives. In Romans 10 verse 9, it says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. So do you think God invented sickness? No, definitely not. Why not? Because of the characteristics of the sickness. Mm-hmm. You know, that it show like um, I've seen people, you know, they got cancer mm-hmm. and they're in pain, they're in suffering. And um, see, the Bible says as well that um, when God created man, mm-hmm. right, he, he said it was good. Mm-hmm. There was no sickness, there was no poverty, there was no disease, mm-hmm. there was no pain, there was no hatred. Mm-hmm. None of that at all. All was good. But when Genesis 2 verse 16, when God said, do not eat of this fruit, but you surely die. Mm-hmm. When man took of it, mm-hmm. that's when sickness, disease, suffering, pain come into the world. Right. So do you think God uses sickness to punish those bad people? No. No? No. Because it's not his character. So what would be the biggest miracle that you've seen? The biggest miracle I've seen, I would say um, a lady getting out of a wheelchair. Okay. Can you tell me about that? I was preaching the gospel on the streets and this little boy came up to me mm-hmm. and he said, oh, can my mum have one of those leaflets? Right. I said, yeah, of course. So I gave him a leaflet as I kept carried on preaching and I saw him run to this lady in a wheelchair. All right. So I went over to her. And I was talking to her, Anna, and I said, do you mind if I if I pray for you? Mm-hmm. See, because I can't say, can I heal you? Right, I was See? just going to say, are you going to pray for this one then? This is because you've you got to, you um, people ain't going to understand if you say, oh, do you mind if, if I come and heal you? No, I wouldn't. No. So to pray for someone, people think, oh, I wait till you go, they wait till you go home and then pray in your closet, like, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, can you? Do you have to go to church to pray? No, right? No, definitely not. Well, anyway, this lady was in a wheelchair, and I walked up to her and I asked her what was the problem, and she said, "I got um, MS." Oh, right. I can't move, mm-hmm. and um, so I said, "Well, do you mind if I pray for you?" Mm. So she said, "No, please." So I laid my hands on her, and I commanded the MS to leave. Okay, strength to come into her body. Mm. In the name of Jesus, the first thing she'd done, I said, oh, first of all, I said to her, I said, what's happening? She said, I feel strength in my body. Mm-hmm. I said, well, get up then in Jesus' name. And as she started to get up, yeah, this was mad. As she started to get up, her son yeah. pushed her back down. Back into the wheelchair. Into the wheelchair and said, mama, mama, don't do that. Don't be so silly. And then he phoned his nan. Right. Straight away. Okay. I said, ma'am, uh, Nan, there's a guy here, a stupid man by you, telling <laughs> ma'am to get out of the wheelchair. And she was pushing her son up to the way and saying, son, I, I feel strength in my body. And as she pushed him out of the way, she got up out of that wheelchair no. and she started to walk. She's, so, so a lady who was in a wheelchair, after you prayed, no, after you told this thing to leave her. That's what, it. Her, her, her MS. You told this thing to leave her. You spoke her. to it, yeah. 
She didn't pray. No. Didn't get down on your knees or anything like that. No. no. She told this thing to go. I didn't ask God neither. And then this lady got up. Yeah. And she was she was fixed. She was healed. That's it. Wow. Because that because that authority that God released the power that was in me mm-hmm. that God released was in the name of Jesus. See, it's delegated authority. So, how much of this power do you have? Did you lose it all that day? No. <laughs> the Bible talks about that um, freely you receive, freely give. So, so you've got plenty? Yeah, so the more you give, the more you receive. Oh, wow. Okay, that's good news. That's good news for sick people. What do you think people's opinion of healing is? Oh, man. I've seen people being healed, yeah? Mm-hmm. And it's just too much for their head. Okay. And they and they just freak out. I've uh, This one guy, he had arthritis. He was only about 13, 14. Oh, right. You know, and he was with his mates and I. Mm-hmm. And um, I went up to him because he was on our treasure map. You know, we didn't like treasure, treasure, um, a treasure hunt. Okay, what does that mean? Well, what that is, we have we ask the Holy Spirit first to give us clues for treasure. Okay, treasure is always people because mm-hmm. God loves people, and he was on our treasure map. I think maybe he was um, something that he was wearing. I'm not quite sure. Right, but anyway, we ended. We commanded that um, Arthritis to leave his foot in Jesus' name. He was with his mates. Yeah, he literally got up. Freaked out and run away. <laughs> Some people, when they get healed, man, it's the language, you know? Sure. It's like, what the beep, 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 beep have happened here? Mm. I, yeah. I, it's I just can, too much for the brain. I the can brain un- can, and the, can, can comprehend it. I can understand that. So, Gerald, it's been great having you along today. Can you give us three truths according to fact? Yes. One, God is real. Mm-hmm. Two, my life has been transformed through the power of the Holy Spirit and by the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm free. Now I have a passion to release the power of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God and change people's lives. Thank you very much. Thank you for being a special guest with us today. Thank you for having me. So there we go. Faith healing or divine healing, as Gerald called it. A man who's seen many miracles, performed many healings in different environments and settings, all by the power of God that works through him. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for more truths according to facts. Revealing the truth 